it is frustrating when there are people that are just like living nonchalantly and just don't understand how they affect other people. We are back with another episode of Tea with Tea. I'm your host, Tiana, and I'm so happy that we are back for another week, another episode, and we are on another topic. So I'm trying to keep things a little different and try to talk about different areas. And last week I talked about dating and just more sex in the city and just like the reality versus expectation of like what shows give us and especially that one in particular just because i'm so obsessed with it and i was like in this huge binge of sex in the city but this week i definitely had been in many instances of where people are just kind of lacking a little bit of self-awareness now not everyone's gonna have it not everyone is going to understand that they lack that but i think that someone like myself who just kind of observes people not on purpose but i just kind of do it just to kind of better understand who you are just to kind of understand your tone your body language what you're saying without really saying it like i'm very observant and things like that and i know self-awareness is one of those things that many people tend to just forget that It is kind of like a skill because we have to practice it. We have to learn it. We have to understand it. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because obviously I have kids and they're teenagers and there are many adults as well that I've been around that seem to lack in that area. (laughs) But before I get into it, I do hope that you all had a beautiful Thanksgiving. I hope you guys ate so much. I hope that if you did some Black Friday shopping and went out in the chaos of people at malls, at outlets, or wherever you shop, I hope that you did find some good deals. I am personally a big Cyber Monday girl, so I've definitely already put my orders in. Not this morning, but yesterday I had it all already set up and I got things already coming in. And I think I'm pretty much just set for my Christmas shopping, which I'm so proud of myself because I tend to wait last minute. But between now and Christmas, there are some like little minor things I have to get for other people. And I really am curious to see like what ideas you guys have also come up with, with gifting other people, especially when you're on a budget. So like, I'm not rich. I don't have all this money. And I love to stay within a certain budget, especially when I'm Christmas shopping. So send in your ideas, send in your tips, send in all your things, you know, that um, I could possibly use, especially when shopping for like my sisters or my mom. And she's super picky, so it's really hard to shop for her. But I love to do like little care baskets and um, I love to, she loves candles. So I I tend to go out of my way and, and get her some candles and you know, she's, she's just really picky. So if you have very good tips or very helpful tips to shop for someone who has everything, I would love to hear it. And, um, it's just been one of those things that I like this year is just kind of like my kids are older, they want bigger items. So it's like the fewer things that they get for Christmas, but they understand that. So I'm, we're pretty much done with doing that. And 
anyway, Thanksgiving was great. Ate a lot. I had a, a good peaceful weekend. I did work. It wasn't as hectic as I thought it would be. Amen. So I'm just happy we're in the holiday season. Also last night I posted on my Instagram, my Sunday reset. So I see everyone do the Sunday reset and I love how they have these aesthetic, like, let me wash my face, get ready with me, you know, for bed, um, all these like little things that they do. And that's great. It's beautiful. It's nice, but I have kids. So it's my reset is literally just sitting down, watching a movie with them. Uh, we did hot chocolate last night. We did, I had popcorn out. I got a pumpkin pie yesterday. I love pumpkin pie. And we just watched Elf. And that was just to start the holiday season. Even though I was already in it, this I kind of set it into place and we just were ready. So I hope that you guys had your great Sunday reset, whichever, whatever that may be. I hope that it was perfect. So now let's get right into the topic. All right. Self-awareness. I love talking about this because there are so many parts to this, right? Lately, I've also been watching, again, I'm going to talk about shows that I watch because I always just love to talk about like my perspective, how I look at it. So I started watching Unexpected, which is kind of like a teen mom, but a little more drama. There's like so much drama to this. And these 16-year-old girls, 15-year-old girls, there are some that are 18, 19, but the younger girls that are having these babies and their moms, like I, I love really just watching stories like that because every mom, every teen mom, every family is different with how they approach it. The diversity what the show has, like it's just, it's many different families of different backgrounds and you see just kind of how the culture affects how mom is involved with a pregnancy or, you know, the cultures and well, this is what she has to learn if she wants to have this baby. And there are all the other things that I also observe. And it's just kind of like, there are some parents and um, no judgment, right? But it's just one of those things that when you look at these parents and you see how they're just kind of like, she's going to ruin her life. She's going to ruin it. Her life is ruined. Her life is over. I was a young mom once and I don't think any mom, regardless of age, we never want anyone to be a young mom, right? We want to keep it where you're a little more stable, you're a little steady, you have your own place, and you're a little, you know, financially stable with supporting a child. Not everyone is going to be fully prepared. But when we're looking at these young moms, right, and, and these mothers who obviously are just upset, and I don't think that telling a young mom you ruined your life is probably the best way to kind of explain like that your life is going to take a different path and me being a young mom i i thought my life was ruined and i was like oh my god what am i gonna do i'm young i'm like just coming out of high school and i'm having a baby and baby's having a baby and i'm just like my life is ruined and like i I can't do anything anymore. Now everything is just centered around this baby. And like, I'm a mom. Everything is mom, 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 mom. And honestly, as you get older and you you start to realize that it's not just you being a mom, right? You're also developing and, and you're creating the self-awareness in a different aspect. And you're just sitting and you're, you're raising this life. And there's a lot to it. So life isn't ruined because you can still do the things that you desire it just takes a different way of doing it because now you have someone else that you have to consider. 
finances are also different. So there are things that you have to pretty much take into consideration with supporting someone who is a young mother or supporting anyone who is deciding to have kids. So I love the show. I think it's great. I think it's it's nice to see the family's perspectives, but you can also see how these teenagers lack a lot of the self-awareness and teens tend to really suffer in that because they are in that phase of their life of them trying to figure themselves out. And I'm 32. I'm still trying to get to know myself and I'm still trying to figure out who I am. But I know that my self-awareness now compared to when I was 18 or 17 or 16 is very different. For those of you who don't know what self-awareness is, so this was right out of the Webster Dictionary. Being conscious of one's feelings, motives, desires, and characters. So it's basically just you being aware of how you feel, why you feel that way, what your reactions are and why they are the way that they are, as well as just understanding your motive to why you do things and then just your character. So who you are, understanding why you're the way that you are, just understanding what you put out into the world and how you affect other people. And these teenagers don't have that. And even adults don't have that. And it's, it is frustrating when there are people that are just like living nonchalantly and just don't understand how they affect other people, which this type of behavior also can create, you know, unhealthy relationships. So being self-aware has two parts. So it's not just with you internally, but it's also externally. So it's just more of how you understand how people view you and how you understand how you affect other people that's so big it's one thing where we lack it internally and we can't really understand who we are and how we are but it's another when we are just confused about how we are with other people or how other people perceive us and yes we should not care what other people think but i think to maintain very healthy relationships and also to maintain how do you say it? Not not just healthy, but like just very satisfied relationships with people you don't know, with your friends, with family, with partners, with, you know, anyone. You need that self-awareness because when you lack it, you're going to keep receiving and keep having these unhealthy relationships. And honestly, it could just be that it's you, right? You might be the problem and you don't know that you wouldn't really take the time to understand it. And that lack of self-awareness is what is going to cause you to be in that position. Lack of self-awareness is just not understanding who you are. You don't get what your needs are. You don't understand what triggers you. You don't understand how and why you react to certain things a certain way. There's a lot that comes with it. And it's just super important that we do understand that. So there are ways that, you know, that can help you do that. And taking the time to do it is also just very important because you don't want to just do it for other people. You don't want to just do it for your external relationships, but you mainly do want to do it for yourself. And not knowing how you affect other people is a struggle because it's a constant battle of like, you are fighting against other people. You feel like everyone's against you, but in all reality, it's just that you might be in a place where you don't really know who you are. So you sit and you fight with yourself and you're fighting with other people that you feel like you're being cornered. There are ways to get around it. There are ways to be better at it. Not everyone is a professional at this, 
But when you do gain that self-awareness, you become a little better with communication. You become happier with just with kind of your feelings. You become comfortable with having conversations about how you feel because you then understand that what so-and-so said the other day about your shirt, you understand why that pissed you off. Or if someone says anything, you know, that could trigger something that is, you know, super sensitive to you, you understand that that is why that triggers you so hard. So there's a lot of like, oh, but if you're not self-aware, you're dumb. It That's not true. It's just that when you are dealing with someone who is lacking the self-awareness and we all are, right? We have a friend or we have a partner, we have parents or kids, <laughs> my kids. Um, when they lack that, you have to have the conversation of, I need you to understand why this is upsetting or do you understand why you get upset with this? Or do you understand why something like this isn't good? And having those conversations and that it's a difficult conversation are good. And you want to do that for someone that is like that, who is in your life. And honestly, if it's someone that is just super negative and is just creating so much negativity and this it's not healthy for you, then honestly, you do what you got to do and do what's best for yourself. And if you have to cut out the dead weight, I honestly believe that that would be the best way. Only you know what's going to work. So there are five ways, right? Five ways to help yourself if you're someone who kind of struggles with that and that's okay, or five ways to help someone else kind of become more self-aware. So the first one is journaling. Journaling, I love to journal. I'm going to be fully honest because of Thanksgiving and my work schedule Things have been a little wonky for me with trying to journal. So it's like I fell off my track just a little bit. Um, but journaling is so good because it, it creates this organization of your feelings, how you feel, why you feel that way. Even if it's just not in an organized writing, the fact that you're writing down like the other day, this made me upset. This is how I felt. This is why I felt it. And just reading it back to yourself, it just kind of makes you aware of wow, this really bothers me. Now the next thing is to figure out why, right? You get deeper in with it because you want to understand fully what the pit of that issue is just so that you know going forward, hey, look, you know, you tell your partner, this is why this bothers me and I discovered this and this is, you know, what I need going forward to help me be more self-aware. And it's it's a lot of just like having these conversations and not many people are good with that, but journaling does help. Just start with yourself. You don't need to start with anyone outside and you don't have to talk to anybody. Do it in the, you know, your own privacy in your own journal, write it out. That is the best way to start. The second thing is to accept feedback, right? So if you are, let's say you get into this whole argument with a friend and you're like, you know, was I maybe a little overdramatic? Was I you know, too sensitive. Those are great moments to sit there and ask another person, Hey, look, I need feedback. I need to understand what's going on. Was I in the wrong? And when someone tells you, Hey, look, I think you were a little, just a little extra, or I think that you were a little sensitive to the topic. Take that in. You don't have to, you know, do what is advised, right? You don't have to sit there and be like, Oh my God, I got to do everything they said. No, take the advice. 
sit with it and do what you please with that information. Do with whatever is going to make it work for you because that is who's going to help, right? It's going to help you and not the person that told you that you were being a little sensitive or not the person who told you that "Mm, maybe you were a little reactive. No, sit with it. Understand why that, you know, feedback is coming to you and, and you don't, if you don't want to be perceived in that manner, how are you going to change it? So it's a lot of that. And just that's when journaling comes into play. So you accept the feedback, you journal out your feelings. It helps just keep an organization as far as how you feel. And then number three, evaluate your responses, right? I do that a lot. I do that all the time. So like if I'm talking to somebody, a lot of the time, what I will do is replay back my reaction to the conversation. And I'll be like, hmm, I don't really like how I said that. I'd hope that they are not like offended by it. And a lot of the time I've come back and I'm like, Hey, look, the other day when we said blah, 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 was I, did I bother you? And it's just one of those things that I never want to come off and offend anybody. I always want to be helpful. I always want to be someone who's just like that shoulder in in the ear for someone else. And sometimes (laughs) my responses are very honest and I'm just (laughs) the very, very truthful person. So I'm, I have no hair on my tongue, which if some of you know what that means, I don't hold back with my thoughts. It's a good thing and a bad thing because sometimes there's the right time and there's the right place for it. And in the middle of a conversation, I'm very, sometimes I could be very quick up with a response and not think about how it could affect someone else. I am trying to become a little more self-aware of that. So just coming back and just evaluating like, was that necessary? Did I have to say that? Did I have to be that upset? Did I have to be that angry? Like, those are things that are so important. And then, you know, just having that conversation with yourself, even if you're sitting in your living room and just sitting with yourself and talking about it, that also is like your form of therapy. And when you say things out loud, you really actually hear either it's ridiculous that you did it or said it, or, hey, I did like that. I said that I'm so proud of myself. So there's a lot, there's, you know, good and bad that can come with that, but just, just evaluate and make sure that if you're someone who like myself, who does not want to be offensive to anybody, do the evaluation, even replaying conversations or thinking about it as you're in the conversation, make sure that you are doing what is best by yourself and the person that you're talking to. So number four, we are down to four. So therapy, honestly, I will always say this, but therapy is phenomenal if you are for it, go for it. If you're not, that is perfectly fine. You have the other, you know, three options or ways to help with organizing your feelings. But therapy is so so important. Having that unbiased response or unbiased um, person coming in and looking from the outside, that is so helpful. It's, it's honestly just like a breath of fresh air where you're, this person is telling you, professionally, like get your shit together. (laughs) They don't say that, but they help you figure it out. So I will always stand by it. I love it. I've been in it. It's, it's something that I think that regardless if your life is great, or if you're going through hard times, just utilize all your resources because it does wonders. Now to the last one that I have here, identify what matters to you the most. So values what do we value? Do we value respect? Do we value our family? What are your values, right? When you have these things that mean so much to you, 
and you put out, you know, how you are with those things, you know, you're protected with family, you value respect. So you give respect. So it's a lot of what we give and what we receive is where a lot of our values come into play. And when you value like something, you know, like respect, you are very big on it. And when you're aware of that, you make others aware that, Hey, respect is big. And I expect that from everybody and honesty. So like, on, like, I'm very big on that too. If I'm honest, I want you to be honest with me. If I feel like you're not being honest and I feel a slight lie, or if you're not telling me the full truth and I can feel it because it's weird. Cause I know just by listening to how someone talks to me, it honestly does piss me off. Like I tend to be like, okay, like we're grown adults and you can't give me the full truth of something. Now that's a problem. And it's like, now I take everything that you say with a grain of salt, because now I know you're not someone who can be fully honest. And I value honesty so hard with all my friends, my family, my partner, like there's just, it's a lot. So having all of, you know, your values understood and well-known also helps you put out what you're wanting to receive. So just keep that in mind. So those are five ways. There are other ways too that can help. Um, I did not list it, but like meditation. I'm someone who tried to meditate before. It does take a lot of practice. I have not perfected it, but it is something that will take time. My mind is too loud for someone who has anxiety. If you are also the someone with anxiety, you understand like it's Sometimes your mind just does not let you sit quiet and that drives me crazy. So it is a little harder for me to kind of shut it down. But when I do get it quiet and I meditate and I'm sitting in that moment, meditation is beautiful. And I, if you could do it, bless your soul. If you perfected it, send me your tips. Let me know, share them on Instagram. I would love to see it. I would love to hear it because I would love to try it. (laughs) So Don't forget to share that with me. Another thing, um, so I did talk about teens that struggle with finding their who. So like they don't know who they are. They struggle with self-awareness and self-development. They're, it's such a weird phase being a teenager. And I, I think it's horrible. I just don't like that stage. Also, another interesting fact, women are more self-aware than men. And as we all know, women are highly emotional. So we're a lot more emotionally intelligent than men are. Men are more logical and they're more egotistical. So it is a little harder for them to have empathy for other people because they're so like in this mindset of you got to do what you got to do. And women are more just like, well, no, I want to be able to help others. And I want to be, make sure that everyone is good and happy around me. And I'm doing things right by other people. And it's, it's not anything that, you know, men are narcissists or nothing like that at all. It's just genetically, that's how we are. And what society also shows is just like men are these macho men and they should never show emotion. So a man's never going to sit there and have empathy for many people. Now a man will for those he cares about, but naturally it's not something that just comes out. So it is, you know, something that is super believable that women tend to have more self-awareness than men. 
but it is also kind of one of those things that, and it's, it's a little upsetting to say we're in like a business mindset. Men tend to have a little more success with being a little more logical than women who are more emotional. And, and that's true. Like in a more business mindset, you can't have someone who's super emotional about things. Business is business. And we have to understand too, as women, that we have to like power through and make sure that we're getting what we want and not really worrying too much about how everything else is affected as long as the business is succeeding. So you don't want to do wrong by people, but just making sure that you're powering through and, and having a little less emotion is is probably the way. And, we're, you know, we're getting there. We're, women are, we're moving up. So I think that today's topic was great. I love this topic. I think it's super important teaching and, and showing others self-awareness. And next week, we will figure out what that topic is. If you have any ideas, let me know. But I cannot wait to get into next week's topic once I figure that out. But I hope that you all have been journaling, um, doing your your gratitude journals and writing down those things that you like, are grateful for in the morning, evening or midday, whatever works best for you. But I do hope that this episode was super helpful. I hope that you learned a little bit of something in this episode. Don't forget to check me out on Instagram. I am underscore T with T podcast on Instagram. Hit that follow. Don't forget to share, rate, and review my episodes. Let me know how I'm doing. Share your tips for shopping. Share your tips for creating baskets for loved ones. I would love the help. Um, but I hope that you guys have a great week. I hope you have a great weekend and I hope that you guys are hopefully done with your Christmas shopping, but you guys are great. I love you all. I will see you guys next week. Bye.